Hello and welcome to another episode on the Rock and Road podcast. Uh, back after a little miniature break over the summer. Okay, it's been ages, but I'm back now. And I tried out a Triumph Bonville Bobber. I spoke to Gary Perrin, my mate who works at Honda and what I would describe as an all-round biker bloke. And uh, I talk about this week's UK album charts, plus the team behind Spotty Car, who sponsor my show on Absolute Radio with their lovely tagline, Spot It, Drive It, Love It. But first, let's go on a motorbike ride. OK, let's try out this Triumph Bobber. I feel very low to the ground. My feet are flat on the floor and my legs are bent. So that's the first thing that I've noticed. I'm very low. Secondly, I'm in just a single seat, a single triangular seat kind of cupped around my bum cheeks as well. So it's, it's quite comfortable, but weird that there's no passenger seat. And let's pull away. Now my feet, I've got to find where my feet go. Oh, okay. So they're slightly more forward than I'm used to. My arms feel very uh, outstretched, reaching the handlebars. It's just a totally different riding position. Because it's so low down, you have to lift your legs quite high up to get to the pedals. But my body feels close to my knees, if that makes sense. found changing gears to be really easy so far. Yeah, the biting point's lovely. No stuttering or stumbling there. Just doing my first corner. That's weird. I felt like I couldn't lean it and I took the corner really wide. That just didn't feel right. I don't know why. Is it because the weight distribution on this bike is so different to what I'm used to? I think that's what it is, you know, because looking down at it, Everything's really low, so all of the weight must be low down and quite central. Right, let's try another corner, get my confidence up here. I mean, it looks beautiful, there's no doubt about it. The petrol tank at the front here is a kind of dark red, maroon sort of colour. Absolutely stunning, with a silver petrol cap in chrome looks so nice. Right, I'm doing another corner. Yeah, it's it's the weight distribution. Oh, I nearly stalled it as well. It's to do with that, I think. It doesn't feel natural going around a corner yet. Wing mirrors are fantastic. I mean, they are poking right up out the ends of the handlebars and have given me really good vision behind. Considering they're just two small circles, they're actually uh, really good. My bum just feels so snug in this little seat. Okay, so coming back to where my arms are in relation to me, I do feel rather outstretched. I'm leaning forward a little bit more than I would on my usual bike, which is a Honda NC750X, which is quite an upright bike. Okay, I'm at another junction now. Oh, I was meant to turn off the indicator and I tooted the horn. I'm about to ride it through Wimbledon town centre. Let's see if anybody notices me. It's normally a test. If you get some admiring looks, you know you're on a beauty. Well, I've got to do a hill start now. I did not enjoy that. I felt like I was going to go backwards. Now, let's have a look at the people around. Anybody looking at the bike? No. 
<laughs> no one's noticed me at all. Aha, uh -huh, yeah. But you know why? It's because there's loads of school kids out at the moment, they don't care. But I just had a couple of blokes do a double take at it. I knew it would turn heads. It's such a good looking bike. Oh my God, I just caught my reflection in, in the Wagamama's window. It looks stunning. What time is it? There's no clock on here. The dial is very basic, it's just a speedometer. It tells me what gear I'm in and it tells me how many miles I've done. That's it really. It's keeping things simple. I'm getting used to the riding position. It's, it's quite nice actually. I feel relaxed. Love the sound of the engine. Isn't it beautiful? I really like riding this. I'd have this, this is lovely. It's so comfy. They don't call it a cruiser for nothing. Uh, I'm joined now by, uh, with my mate Gary, who's just been out on the bobber as well. Uh, hi Gary. How you doing, you all right? Yeah, good, thank you. Uh, how's your summer been? It's been good, I've been um, keeping myself busy, doing lots of marshalling for the British Superbike series, um, which has taken up a lot of weekends, but yeah, kept very busy. Yeah, that sounds good. Did you manage to go on holiday? I've not, really. Not yet. But I think now the world is opening up again, thanks to young Covid, we'll, um, <laughs> we might look at doing something next year. That'd be amazing. It would be. So you did some marshalling. Okay. Um, now, you've been out on the bobber. Mm -hmm. What did you think of it? I didn't want to come back. I, I wanted to keep going. I was enjoying myself probably a little bit too much. It's, it's a bit different to what I normally ride. Yeah. Um, normally, I'm I'm a sports bike fanatic. So why did he like this? I mean, the thing is, I always let you try all the bikes I've got, and you always love them. Mm -hmm. So, come on, what's so different about this one? Why did you really like this? It's a different pace. It slows you down almost. It's that kind of perfect sunny Sunday afternoon ride to the pub for a lemonade bike. You don't have to be anywhere quickly. You just want to go out and enjoy the ride. When I rode it, actually, I found it hard to do cornering. Why was that? I, I kept doing them too wide. I couldn't lean it. It's a long, low bike with a, a fat front tire. I mean, the, the bobber harks back to the Harley-Davidsons where you have a big, wide front wheel, um, and that doesn't encourage it to turn very quickly. It's got a lazy rake angle. Um, ah. Very lots of technical stuff, but yeah, basically a long low bike. With so a it's not just tire. my bad riding skills. There is a technical reason for it. Yeah, there's a technical reason, but you you, <laughs> you overcome it. You, you know, you just ride it for what it is. You just yeah, I just need a bit more practice on it. Yeah. Um, and uh, what did you think of the, the the little saddle seat? Again, I like it. I mean, it's it's only got one seat on it. You can't take a pillion on it, so it, it's pure selfish joy. It is, isn't it? It is. That's a good description. So you would use that on a Sunday afternoon? I would definitely use it on a Sunday afternoon. I, I could imagine just going out for a 40 or 50 mile ride on a sunny Sunday. It would be perfect for the job. Is this going to be on your list of bikes to get now? Because, I mean, you've just got a bike for every occasion at the moment. You've got six bikes, haven't you? I've Yeah, I've currently got six tucked away here, there and everywhere. Don't get out on them as much as I'd like to because, I mean, as I said, I keep myself busy. My weekends are generally being taken up with uh, British Superbikes at the moment. Um, but it, it's one I would definitely consider owning in the future. Yeah. You said you wanted to mention the Harley. Yeah. Um, you let me go out on the electric Harley when you had Yeah, the it. Livewire. The Livewire. Yes. Why? 
this triumph is everything the Harley's not. Ah, okay. It's, it's as if they've built character into it, um, which the the Harley was lacking. I think I said to you at the time the Harley lacked the theatre of being a motorcycle. And this is the example that you were comparing it to? This is the exact opposite to it, yeah. I mean, it's got mechanical noises. It's the induction roar when you open the throttle. I mean, it's just a noise, but it adds to the feeling of riding it. It's, yeah, it's just the opposite to the Harley. Talking of Harleys, I'm getting another Harley loan soon and I'm just scrolling down to the email to see what they are sending me. Oh, I'm getting an Ultra Unlimited CVO. I have no idea what that is. Okay, let's do, look it up. Let's do Google? Google Images. I asked for, for this using the images myself because I just thought I want this kind of bike. It's one of them. Oh, so it's like one of the big old Electroglides almost. An Electroglide? Yeah. What's that? It was just a, a brand name for a Harley from many, many moons ago. Okay. Um, but when I look at it, that's what it looks like to me. Uh, Is it a bit like that Honda Goldwing? It's probably going to be Harley's equivalent of the Goldwing. It's going to be comparable in as much as I'll expect it to have a stereo on board and cruise control. Um, I just wanted to try a bike like this. It's basically one of those uh, bikes which has got loads of luggage and loads of luxury and it's it's as close as you can get to a car on two wheels. It's just got everything. It has. I mean, it's going to be a big, heavy monster. Let's um, hope it's got reverse gear, otherwise I'm in trouble. I don't think Harley have got that far yet. <gasps> oh, no. I know Honda have with the Goldwing. <laughs> yeah, which I'm trying to borrow off you. <laughs> Hurry up and bring one round. Um, but yes, I'm trying this in a few weeks' time, so I'll let you know what that's like as well. I think you'll enjoy the engine. Uh, I mean, the, the punchy V-twin engine, is, they're great. Um, but you really are going to need to get out of town on it onto some uh, some open roads. Is that what this is designed for? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you want... Not the school run, then? Definitely not the school run. <laughs> if you want to be in the south of France tomorrow, that will probably do okay. it. because I took Harley in on the... Um, Harley the Human on my um, NC750X Honda, mm -hmm. but it hasn't had all the luggage put onto it yet. No. So we had to carry a school bag, you know, on our back. We've got a really heavy school bag. It's such a pain. Mm -hmm. But these things are great. There's so much storage. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the luggage capacity on them is vast. I mean, the, uh, looking at it, I'm guessing that the top box that's on it will take two crash helmets easily. Yeah. And then you've got the, the saddlebags or panniers, as we call them. Um, on the sides, which, I mean, they'll probably swallow a week's worth of shopping quite easily, I should imagine. Yeah, definitely. Um, the beauty of your Honda is the luggage that you'll have will be removable. On that, it's fixed, it's fitted, so you can't take it off, um, which, yeah. will, which will make doing the school run a little bit more difficult because you won't be able to get through so many gaps. Is it a lot wider? It will be, yeah. What, yeah. wider than handlebars? Uh, wider than the NC750, definitely. Probably, oh. I don't know, 8 to 10 inches, maybe. But I w I'm not one for sort of weaving down tiny little gaps anyway. If I've overtaken some traffic and then I, I want to pull in, I won't do a little gap. Mm. I ju I'm just scared of clipping someone's wing mirrors. Uh, to be honest, I'm scared of the angry drivers these days, which... Yeah. That's I mean, the other they thing. They don't like letting bikes in anymore. They used to be fine with it, but everybody seems to be in a rush these days. Yeah, they're angry drivers and also drivers that you just feel like are just going to pull out and yeah. any second now. So I was trying to keep my as wide as possible. Yeah. So I'm quite a safe rider mm -hmm. so far, uh, which is probably a good thing that I've got that fear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we should all have a little bit of inbuilt fear. Uh, my old man said to me when I first started riding, just imagine everybody's out to get you. And I've 
stuck with it. That's a really good way of sort of summing yeah. it up. You just have to imagine the worst case scenario and everything. I mean, I was riding um, the bobber the other day through um, a school run, Nightmare Road, and I just thought any minute now someone's just going to pull out. Yeah, you, you've always got to be looking for it. And if you, I mean, if you find yourself filtering, you've got to be looking for people looking in their mirrors before they move. Cause they'll now, move filtering is, and... is where is the weaving in out of traffic. That's what it's called, isn't it? Filtering. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Not necessarily weaving, but just making progress where cars can't. Because it's so busy on the road now, because you've got the cyclists going down on the left, mm-hmm. and then we overtake on the right. But then the other day, I was having cyclists coming out on the right, but they're yeah. meant to be on the left, aren't they? They're meant to be on the inside. Well, there's no real hard and fast rule, but... Um, I mean, they can make their way through traffic the same as we can. I just wish they'd look over their shoulder a bit more often. But we can't go down on the left? No. No, we can't use the cycle lanes unless the signs say we can. Um, but even if there's no cycle lane, we can't use the left. We have to overtake on the right always, isn't I it? I wouldn't advise using the left. I mean, you can, if you're wanting to turn left, you could probably get away with it for a car or two. But yeah. I wouldn't advise it. Some of London, though, has gone mental. I was up at Park Lane, uh, which used to be a really uh, one of the only roads in London that actually moved the traffic moved really well because it's really wide but now they've got the left hand lane a whole car's width a cycle lane and then the next lane is a bus lane Mm -hmm. and then the cars have just got a little bit on the right which is just one long traffic jam it's mental anyway so I was riding down there didn't see one cyclist because they're all cycling through Hyde Park so I'm thinking why have they put a massive cycle lane next to Hyde Park I have no idea, but I can beat you on that one. Go on. Where I'm based at work, we have a bus lane on the bypass. No buses use it. (laughs) Why? Why have they done that then? I have no idea. It's a bus lane that trucks and motorcycles are allowed to use, but it's not on any bus route. Surely you can go to the local paper and say this is (laughs) mental. Well, I'm quite happy because motorbikes can use it, so it keeps the cars All out right, of it in that for case, me. But it. it's still one of those weird scenarios. What? It, it, who thought of this? I tell you what, though, I want to add a disclaimer because what if someone's listening to cyclists? Because I found that cyclists are, get really angry if they think we're offending them. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm, I'm a cyclist as well because before I got into motorbikes, I used to cycle into work sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I would call myself a multi-road user. Uh, yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, I, I love getting out on my mountain bike. I love getting out on my road bike. Um, I love getting out on the motorbike and I also drive a car. So, yeah. But the only difference I have found, I think it's because they haven't got number plates, is that they do go through red lights and things like I'm not saying all. Calm down. Yeah. I've seen some and I've actually nearly got run over by one um, on a pedestrian crossing uh, where they go through the lights and they nearly take people out. That is just crazy behaviour. Yeah, it, it is crazy behaviour and... I mean, the road rules apply for everybody's safety. Um, so really, everybody should follow them. Yes. And there we are, putting the worlds to rights here, oh, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> we try. <laughs> no, but We're... I just wanted to add that disclaimer. I'm a cyclist as well, so please don't get upset yeah. about that. Um, but OK, um, thank you, Gary. Uh, anything else you want to add to the podcast this week? Yeah, can I take the triumph home? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. So that was the new 2021 Bonville Bobber that I was chatting to Gary about and the bike that I rode on earlier. It starts at £12,100 on the road and it features enhanced performance, updated Euro 5 compliant 1200cc high torque twin engine. It's got lower emissions. 
A new larger 12-litre fuel tank, higher spec including Brembo brakes and shower forks. A new 16-inch fat front wheel, new blacked-out styling detailing and new instrument styling as well. Loads of new details added and enhanced capability. If you want to find out more, check out Triumph on their website. Now, on to music. Looking at the album charts this week, they're actually really, really good because for once it isn't a load of pop stuff I've never heard of. Uh, number eight, Metallica with their album called Metallica because that was celebrating its anniversary recently, so that's on a reissue. Um, I don't know if that counts, uh, but we do have some new rock music that's in the charts. Iron Maiden's new album, uh, currently at number six. It was at number two, which is fantastic. New album from The Vaccines is brilliant. That's a new entry this week at number five. The album is called Back in Love City. Then another new entry at number four for The Stranglers with a new album called Dark Matters. Very impressive to see them at number four on the UK album chart. And number one, The Manic Street Preachers, their new album, The Ultra Vivid Lament. So some really good new music around at the moment, worth checking out. Talking of new music, I saw a teenage rock band at the weekend, my friend's wedding anniversary party. Her son is in a band, they're called The Rackets, and they're really good. They did some cover versions and their own material as well, which has inspired me to inspire Harley, who is a little bit younger than them. Harley's only 12, but he is learning the drums. What grade are you on, Harley? Grade 5. Grade five. And you've just actually entered that exam and you had to perform three songs. What were they? Um, Don't Let Go, Hard to Handle and Hold the Line. Hold the Line by Toto, Hard to Handle the Black Crows or was it the Otis Redding original? Otis Redding. Okay, and on Vogue, what was it? The other one? Don't Let Go. Don't Let Go, that's it. So, yeah, you're doing really well with that. And do you think that you might form a band at school? Yeah. How, how, do, how do you go about that then? What do you sort of find out who plays guitar and... Well, like, um, in, like, the, uh, the book about clubs that they gave us, there's, like, information about, like, if you want to join a band, you go to see, like, this particular, like, teacher and, like, he'll, like, show you, like... That's so cool! Bands. Right, that's on my list of things to make you do next week. I've also given you some rock compilation albums because I was sorting through my CDs and I've got rid of loads um, and I've given some away, some to charity, etc, etc. Some of it I've given to Harley and what I've done is I've given him my rock compilation albums because, you know, if you go on Spotify and that, you're limited to what they suggest that you listen to, which can be all of the big hits. Whereas if you want to find out some new stuff, some of these rock compilations, they'll have the big hits and then side two will have some good, you know, album tracks on it. So I'm hoping that will inspire you. What do you reckon? Uh, yeah. One word answer, city here. Um, and Isle of Wight Festival this weekend. Can you believe Duran Duran and 80s band were headlining? Which just seems mental. Where's all the new rock? Come on. Want some more new rock? What do you reckon? Come on, one word answer. What do you reckon? Oh, um... Yes, that was a cue for you to talk. I, uh, reckon that they should have some more new rock bands. I need a new somebody to chat to on my, on my podcast. You're, you're no good. Get out. Okay. Bye. This is hopeless. I'm going to have to start chatting to Ross, the editor. Ross, what do you reckon? Do you fancy coming on having a chat with me? I've got no one to talk to. Do you know what, Leona? I never thought you would ask because there are so many things that I could talk about, honestly. Like, uh, you know, when people drive slow on a national speed limit area, like, that just really annoys me to no end. And also, 
you know when people don't indicate on a roundabout it just it, it just really like when i'm trying to walk across a road and you know it, they don't indicate when i'm going over it's really what are you doing what are you fading me down for i've got so many things to talk about what are you now doing? also recently i did manage to speak to somebody at spotty car and uh, they have been sponsoring my mid-morning show on absolute radio the last few months spotty car the new home of manufacturer approved used cars and vans um but you know i say that line every day but what exactly is spotty car i decided to ask them i'm here with mark perry head of used vehicles retail at spotty car hi mark hi leona um, I just wanted to ask you really, because Spotty Car is sponsoring my show on Absolute Radio, yeah. can you sort of describe to people who don't know what Spotty Car is, what is it? Okay, we uh, it's the new home of manufacturer approved used vehicles. It's built around the Vauxhall, Peugeot and Citroen approved used car programmes. And we fall under the Stellantis group and the idea is to have one umbrella approved used car programme for all of the Stellantis brands. So if I was um, wanting to go and look for a car, I would just go to spottycar.co.uk instead of the other methods. And then when you say manufacturer approved, so that means it's past certain checks. That's right. So it's the um, previews car program for previously for, for Vauxhall was known as Network Q, Peugeot approved and Citroen Select. And we're harmonizing those brands and harmonizing them all under the spotty car uh, name and uh, yes so the vehicles will come with the same high level of uh, preparation you'd expect from a manufacturer program they'll come with the same level of warranty roadside assistance package so all the things you'd expect from a trusted brand but it opens up nationwide so i'm in wimbledon and there's a spotty car near me a robins and day spotty car showroom yeah. if i wanted a car then I could look for one in another part of the country. Is that how it works? or um, it, We basically are currently, the, the sites work individually, so if they, they are retailing their own used vehicles from um, their own site. Um, obviously, things will move on in the future to look at the, that type of environment where if a local customer sees a vehicle a long way from their location, then they may be able to have that delivered. At the moment, they're all franchise retailers, so they have their own stock, and it's all being advertised on the Spotty Car platform. Oh, okay, it's making sense to me now. And I remember Network Q I bought with them yeah. a few years ago. Okay, so um, I know the tagline off by heart, spot it, drive it, love it. Uh, Mark, one final question. What kind of car do you drive? Uh, I am currently driving a, a DS, which uh, also falls under the Stellantis brand. And again, if you're looking for DS product, you will also find that on the spottycar.co.uk website. Thank you very much. Thank you. So that's it for me this week. Now, if you want to contribute to the podcast, let me know. If you have any questions also, please do message me on the socials at Rock and Road Pod. See you next time and thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.